Driven mofos, I wanted to mention something that means a lot to me. When I was younger, everyone doubted me and their doubts became my doubts. Their fears festered inside my mind and I hated myself as I knew I could do so much more in life. I just didn't know where to start and failure would reinforce what a loser I already believed I was. If it wasn't for listening to audios just like this, which I spent tens of thousands of dollars on, I would have probably ended it all. I know that there are so many people out there who feel this way and are holding themselves back from greatness. So if I could ask just one favor today, it would be that you share this podcast with just one person as it may make all the difference and start them on a new path. Working smart isn't always smart. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I talk about the many lessons, learnings, and tools that I've learned along my journey from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to rich listers, successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, and more, all while running business and personal performance events for tens of thousands of people who want to get the best out of themselves and their lives. This is my way of helping more people to excel in life, build successful empires, and be the best that they can be. I hope you share and enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about why too many people get caught up in smart work, but lose one of the fundamental principles of great achievements. Driven mofos, welcome back to an episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Let's talk today about working smart. Now, there are a lot of people out there who work smart, but they might not work hard. Now, if you're trying to figure out how to work smarter and not harder, then you're probably not going to achieve your absolute potential. If you work extremely hard and you work extremely smart, you are probably going to achieve a lot within your own life and you're going to live a great life. You probably have high self-worth, high self-love, high self-respect, high self-confidence. You're just going to crush it. But there are two types of people that I come across in the idea of smart work and hard work. There are those who are always trying to worry about working smart and not having to work hard. But when you do that, it actually hinders or caps your growth. And I don't think that that's a great idea. You know, when I meet people who are like, you know, I just want to create passive income. For what reason? Why do you want passive income? Well, I want passive income so I don't have to work. Why don't you want to work? Well, because like, I just want to be able to travel and do, you know, do all this fun shit. Well, that already tells you that you're already lost because the work itself should be enjoyable. Like if you have set your life up correctly with your correct mojo success map, which is what I go through at Thrive Time, your work should be enjoyable. Okay, you can wake up in the morning, bounce out of bed, you get up, you do what you're going to do and you set your day up according to your value structure. You set your day up according to your mission and you work towards that thing. That's how you build self-worth. Your day is like going to the gym for a 15, 16, 18 hour period. If you're going to the gym for an 18 hour period and you're working towards something and you're consistently working towards something and everything reflects back to that long-term mission, you're gonna feel super powerful. You're gonna feel strong. You're gonna feel great. But if your life is in that gym and you're just sitting around bumming around, then don't be surprised if your brain gets all fat and lazy and just can't be bothered and everything's too hard. You actually weaken yourself. And I've seen this happen time and time and time again. I don't think that passive income is a good idea to focus on straight up front. What you should be focusing on is how to work hard. Most people are pretty physically and mentally lazy. And they're physically and mentally lazy because they don't want to work. So if your goal is to not work, it's probably because you're lazy. If your goal is to work because you've got something meaningful that you're working towards, you're probably going to be more effective and find better ways of doing things. And because of that, you'll then become a smarter worker. But I know that if I can work a 15-hour day, And in those 15 hours, I'm maxed. I'm absolutely capped. And it's starting to put more pressure and stress on me. I know that I need to adapt and I need to change. And I'm also getting stronger and I'm getting smarter. I will find more ways to then manage my time. 
So most people don't understand this as a time management principle is you need to overload yourself before you create better time management. And time management is essentially just action management. I know that I have the same amount of time every day as everyone who's listening to this. It's just that I'll outperform most people. Not everybody. There are some of you out there who will outperform me because you've learned how to manage your time or your actions more effectively. That's because you would have been at a point where your time is absolutely capped and you can't chuck any more shit on there. So you learn how to prioritize more effectively. For instance, if I've got a whole bunch of $100 tasks that I'm doing, and I have to do those $100 tasks, and I'm maxed at a 15-hour day for $100 tasks. And now there's a $1,000 task, there's a $500 task, and there's a whole heap of $100 tasks. And those $100 tasks are still there. I have to decide, am I going to work even more? Or is the $1,000 task and the $500 task going to push out some of the $100 tasks? Now, if I jam the $1,000 task in, and the $500 task in my time today, I then have to push out some of the $100 tasks. Now this means I'm more valuable and my time is more valuable because now my rate per hour goes up over that 15 hours. So now I've just become more effective and more productive. This is the reason why that a big high level earner will be focused on how to do or how to get the maximum time for money. And they're not focusing on mowing the lawns because they can hire someone for $20 an hour to mow the lawns they're focusing on how to make the next $100 million. And if that takes them six months to do so, six months worth of work, $100 million. That's way more effective than the person who's running around doing the dishes, doing the ironing, going outside, mowing the lawns, and they're going, wow, I'm so busy. Well, you're so busy, but the CEO who's trying to make their next $100 million is also busy. They're just busy thinking. They're busy prioritizing. They're busy planning. They're busy thinking about problems. The difference is after six months, the $100 million person has just made another $100 million. Whereas the person who's running around is still doing $20, $30, $50 tasks per hour. So in order to have effective time management, you actually have to overload yourself in order to push out lower priorities to maintain the higher value tasks. That's the key to time management and time prioritization. Driven mofos. I'm guessing that you found out about this podcast because someone shared it with you, posted it on their Insta stories, tweeted it or something like that. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and getting a heap of value from it, just like those who shared it with you. As you know, I don't run any paid ads or sponsorship on this podcast as it's my goal to get good information out to the world for free. The only thing that I'd ask from you is that you continue to pay it forward by sharing this episode and letting others know about what we do in this podcast so that we can keep growing this amazing community of driven mofos. So please keep the good karma rolling and share this episode with someone or just share it on your socials most people do is they go, I'm, I'm too stressed. And then they use a stupid to-do list, which is what grazers do. Normally people who struggle is they write a big long to-do list and then it becomes overwhelming. They go, shit, if I just do the easiest task first, then I can get some stuff off the to-do list, which always keeps them broken stuck. If you're smart, you look at the to-do list and you're like, what's the most valuable thing that I can do? Shit, this thing's going to take a whole week to do. Therefore, I can't do any of those other tasks. So therefore, I either need to delegate them, I either need to automate them, or I just need to not do them full stop. Like I just need to forget about them. And sometimes that's just the way that it happens. But it is super important to do the hard work before you can do the smart work. If you're trying to do smart work before you do hard work, you will cap yourself. And there are way too many people that are like, I want passive income. I want passive income. I want passive income. Why? So you don't have to work? What you're saying is, I want passive income so I can be lazy. The truth is you're just fucking lazy. And so you're trying to look for shortcuts because you're lazy. You don't want to work. That is always going to be your boundary. It's your mindset and your mental state behind 
work, that is the problem. Until you get clear with your Mojo success map, which is exactly what I teach at Thrive Time, until you get clear with that thing, you're always gonna wanna look for shortcuts. And this is the reason why even if you make fast money, you'll probably lose it all like most people. Okay, I mean, everyone thinks that they're not gonna lose their money when they're, they're like, yeah, but I'll be different. You know, if I, I win the lotto, I won't lose it like everybody else. Like one out of 10,000 people who win cross lotto don't end up broke, but most of them do. Why? Because they take their shitty habits that they already have and their shitty mindset and their shitty behaviors and their shitty emotions, and now they've got more money. If you're used to spending all the money that you have, you have no saving strategy, you have no investment strategy, you're fucked. You're gonna get more money and you're gonna blow it all because that's the habits that you've got. Everyone thinks that they're not gonna do that, but they do. Okay, that's just what they do. Just like everyone who goes and does a 12-week fitness challenge goes, yeah, but after I do my fitness challenge and after I lose the weight, everything's gonna be different. No, it won't. You're gonna end up like 90% or 95% of everybody else who does a weight loss challenge. In most cases, you might be one of the 5%, but everyone thinks that they're the 5%. The truth is you are going to go to the gym, you are gonna do a, a 10 week challenge or an eight week challenge, and you're gonna be just as fat as what you were before. The only thing is you grind your ass off for 12 weeks, you tried to skip the habits and everything like that. And instead of focusing on creating good habits, you focused on the outcome. And now you've got the outcome and you've still got shitty habits. Habits create success. Habits take time in most cases. Unless you've listened to some of these other episodes where I go through habit creation and how you can do it in an hour or two, or if you've been to Thrive Time and you've learned how to create a neurological links within your brain through doing different tasks, which then will link within your brain, you can create a new habit within maybe an hour, maybe 30 minutes sometimes. But the scientific data says anywhere between 21 days and 365 days, but that's non-conclusive. And the reason why I say that is because everyone who's listening to this has probably been trying to create habits for years and you've still got bad habits. So it all depends. There's a whole, there's a whole bunch of different reasons why people create habits and so on. But if you focus on the habits, you get long-term results because you change as a person, you change your identity, you change your characteristics, you change your behaviors, you change the way you think, you change your emotional states. If you're just one of those people who go, yeah, but if I just do an eight-week challenge, everything will change. It normally won't. Why? Because you're looking for shortcuts. You need to do hard work before you do smart work. Very rarely can you do smart work without doing hard work. And let's just say you're one of these you know, unicorns that go out there and you make a ton of money and you just decide to change all your habits. You're essentially a fucking unicorn. They're very, very rare. There might be one in a million out, of there, out there, but it's probably not gonna be you. If you focus on habits, it's a lot, lot easier and you'll probably get faster results long-term. But I would focus always on hard work before smart work. Most people just don't work hard. When someone says, you know, I work really, really hard. I'm like, cool, what are you doing? They're like, well, I got a nine to five and I finish work and then I go to the gym and I sort of go home and I do some stuff around the house. You're not working hard enough. I guarantee it. And, but they'll think they are. My mum works for the government. She'll call me in the middle of the day and we have like a, try and have a five minute chat. She'll try and have a half an hour chat. But I've got five minutes because I've got other shit to do. I'm really busy. My mum, on the other hand, thinks that she's busy, but can spend half an hour chatting to me on the phone once a week. It's different. Everyone thinks that they're hard work, just like everyone who goes to the gym and lifts weights says that it's heavy. If you're doing the right thing, the weight's gonna be heavy. But there's the guy out there who's doing a 250 kilogram bench press, and there's the person out there who's doing a 20 kilogram bench press. Both of them, if you ask them, say, well, that was fucking heavy afterwards. What's the difference? The difference is the habits, the trainings, the skill set, the knowledge, all of those things are the difference between 250 kilograms and a 20 kilogram lift. That's it. Most people were like, oh, I'm stressed. Well, do you want to be stressed and be a billionaire? Or do you want to be stressed and be a millionaire? Or do you want to be stressed and be broke? Like everyone has it. It's your reference point. 
So if you change your reference point by the hard work and you consistently push in hard work, hard work, hard work, eventually that hard work becomes easy work. And then you keep looking and looking and looking for harder and harder work because now you're developing the mental strength, the mental agility, the mental focus to be able to do bigger tasks that are worth more, that are more valuable and a more complicated solve, which most people can't solve. Okay, and that's how you achieve great things in your life. So it's always hard work before smart work, but eventually you will learn the smarts in order to make hard work become easy work. But if you can keep working hard, you'll take on the next challenge, which means you'll only get smarter and smarter and smarter, and you'll be working harder and harder and harder, and your results will just blow through the roof, and you'll end up in the top 1%. It's actually not that hard to even end up in the top 5% of society. If you just both smart, but you have the work ethic of an absolute bull where you just charge through things and you keep pushing yourself. And it is tough. It is tough to be overloaded and overload yourself more. But eventually that will become your new easy. It is hard to be stressed and take on more stress, but eventually that will just become your norm and you'll be comfortable in there and it'll be easy. And other people have that same amount of stress and they'll lose their shit. Okay, but that's what makes you great. So remember, it's always hard work before smart work and you've got to be able to take on extra pressure and extra stress in order to get extra growth. Like I said, both the broke person, the person who's worth a million dollars and the person who's worth a hundred million and the person who's worth a billion, all of them are stressed. It just depends. How much stress do you want? And at what level do you want to live your life at? They also have different opportunities. They get different rewards. So it all depends on how you want to live. Okay, you're going to be stressed out driving a Hyundai and you're going to be stressed out driving a supercar. Just how do you want to live life? What are your expectations? You're going to be stressed out sending your kids to a private school you're going to be stressed out not being able to send your kids to a private school. So like, how do you want to live? You have to make that choice of the stresses that you want and the pressures that you want and go after them. You will never beat hard work. Like someone who makes $100 by working smart, let's say they only have to work one hour a week to make $100. That's cool. But what about the person who works smart and works 100 hours a week? Okay, they're making a lot more money. Okay, a lot more. And if I just use round numbers, so let's say it's $1,000. You've got someone who works 100 hours a week and they're working just as smart as a person who's working one hour a week, if they're both as intelligent as each other, the other one's going to 100x the other person every week. Why? Because they're just prepared to work harder. Okay, so hard before smart. Anyway, have a great day, Driven Mofos. I hope you're enjoying this episode. Let's keep crushing it. Let's keep pushing hard. And thanks for being part of this awesome community of driven people who won't settle for average. Keep kicking massive goals. (laughs) 